Hello, welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Schacht. And I'm your co-host, Michael Schacht. And this is 5-Minute Marriage. Bible verse comes from John chapter 4, verses 13 and 14. Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Ah, what a beautiful story that was. That one comes from the story of Jesus when he met the woman at the well. At the well, yeah. And some people might look at that story and say, oh, you know, Jesus kind of looking down at this woman saying, hey, will you give me a drink? You know, why doesn't he get the drink for himself? Like people look at that and think it's a little bit chauvinistic, but it's not at all. What it is is that Jesus is engaging in conversation with her this is the custom where he's like saying will you give me a drink and it's that he's inviting her into fellowship with him well there's a a lot happening in this verse Uh, Mm -hmm. this is one of my favorite verses of all time because not only does he meet this woman at the well and tell her all about herself but the entire village comes out to see him and he preaches to the entire village and stays for days and so the word of god is there and so i love the um, the symbolism in here the drinking of the water um he says whoever drinks of this water shall thirst again but whoever drinks of the water that i shall give him he's talking about the truth and he's talking about the truth through the holy spirit and so these are things that they had she had no idea what he was talking about she's looking at things just literally and saying well there's water in the well he has nothing to draw from and and he's just weaving all of this meaning into everything that he's saying really really spectacular and in addition to that is obviously the idea here where jesus is telling her that we when we hunger for the things of this world we'll always be thirsty it's kind of like the difference between when i'm watching tv and when i'm eating chips okay it it doesn't satisfy me the way that a meal will like you you can eat junk food and it's just like it's not gonna fill you up but if you eat a meal then you feel like you are are satisfied and that is what he's saying here when when i give you the water then you will be quenched then you're not going to be thirsty for it anymore yeah but as long as you keep on just seeking this world for everything that you're looking for to fill yourself up you'll always always be thirsty for more right right but in in true jesus fashion here he he went above and beyond and just exploded everything that this woman thought of the Jews. And and he says that, he even says to her um, that in this mountain or in the mountain of Jerusalem, you know, we're supposed to worship. And, and he says the time is coming, you know, he's just letting her in on, on these, these enormous things that are going to be happening. And it just blows her away. So she runs off to the village and brings everybody back with her. And, and he says, and he's, she's saying to them, um, he knows everything about me. He told me everything about me. Um, this is this is the prophet. This is the guy, right? And they all come out. I just to me, it's just that that just gives me chills when I think about this story, because you just think of 
you, you just have to think of what Jesus did. He, he put himself there by himself on purpose, you know, and, and he knew all of these things were going to happen. And even the disciples all come back and, and they're saying, what is he talking about? He has food to eat that we don't know of, you know, mm-hmm. and all of these things, everything is symbolic in here. And so if you, um, if, yeah, if you have time in the next day to go into John uh, chapter 4, 13 and 14, dig around in there and pull out all the symbolism that Christ was, was really, um, really laying down here. It's, it's really amazing. It's really amazing. Yeah, I love that one. And we have to remember now, as we're looking at this in relation to marriage, yes. is that we always are going to have problems. And as long as we're looking at these problems and we're looking for a physical solution to them, yeah. we're not going to find them. We need to first and foremost be seeking a spiritual solution to our problems. Right. Because that is where we are going to get to, like I was writing about last night, getting to the root of the problem, getting to the root of it, which is our relationship with Jesus Christ. And if we are always just pulling a weed off at the top of the ground all the time, we're not getting to the real issue at hand. Then we're going to be thirsty. It's going to, you know, these things keep coming back. They keep coming back because we're not dealing with the root of it, which is our relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, what is so difficult for people to wrap their heads around is the fact that the answer to a worldly problem is a spiritual one. And that is what really makes people stop in their tracks and think that, no, they have to solve a worldly problem with worldly means. And that is where we always fall short. And and we have to know if there's a problem, no matter what the problem is, mm-hmm. we take it to prayer, we make it a spiritual problem. We, you know, we, we make a petition to God and say, God, I need help on this. I don't know what to do. This is out of my hands. I, I just don't know. I leave it to you. And you walk away from that prayer knowing that God is in control and he's going to deal with it. That is what we need to do. And, but so often we don't think of a spiritual, a spiritual side to it. And we try to solve things in our own way, in our own time and our own strength, which ultimately always fails. But that is the same in marriage between, um, you know, between a couple, we need to take everything to God in prayer and we need to, to bring issues to him and, and we, we just leave it with him. You know, and we're to show one another love and we are to involve God in everything that we do. And that will make for a, a wonderful marriage. Amen. Amen.